So today we will discuss the lesson, uh, an extract from Siren Spring, uh, written by Rachel Carson. So Rachel Carson, 1907-1964, and she was an American scientist, writer, and ecologist. A lifelong love of nature and the world around her was instilled in her by her mother. So Carson worked for the U.S. government in various capacities and would uh, devote her free time for writing. Apart from numerous research articles, uh, she has to credit uh, she has to her credit major books such as Under the Sea Wind, published in 1941, uh, The Sea Around Us, 1952, and Edge of the Sea in 1955. In Silent Spring, uh, that's in 1962, uh, the practices of agricultural scientists and the government were challenged by her. She was branded as an alarmist and attacked by the chemical industry, but courageously refused to budge from her opinions. The book was an instant bestseller and Carson make a passionate plea for the future of the earth and all the life forms on it. The modern environmental movement would begin only a decade after the publication of Siren Spring, but uh, it is often described as the book that inspired it. So this lesson is an extract from Silent Spring, uh, the first chapter titled A Fable for Tomorrow. With prophetic accuracy, Carson describes a non-existent at that point of time uh, town uh, to expose the gruesome aftermath of chemical pesticides. So after various disasters such as Chernobyl uh, and Bhopal gas tragedy and especially the endosulfan blighted districts in Kerala, her prediction has become an early reality. So in the, this chapter, she is uh, discussing about a town, whether it is affected uh, the, um, affected by uh, the use of uh, chemical pesticides. And also uh, the disasters, how these disaster, disasters affected uh, the day-to-day -day life, that is this Bhopal gas tragedy and endosulfan. So, how these incidents blighted our hand, how these uh, incidents become a curse over our, uh, our uh, villages. And uh, this Rachel Carson actually was an American scientist and she was, she was a writer and ecologist and a true lover of nature. And the love for nature was instilled in her by her mother. She was inspired by her mother. So, major works were under the sea wind, the sea around us, and the edge of the sea. Uh, so, after, after the publication of this book, uh, the government was uh, challenged by her and uh, she was branded as an alarmist and also she was attacked by the chemical industry. Uh, but, uh, however, she courageously refused to budge from her opinions. And in this book, uh, she is discussing about the adverse uh, environmental effects caused by the uh, use of pesticides and uh, she accused the chemical industry of spreading disinformation and public officials of accepting the industry's marketing claims unquestioningly and prior to this publication uh, she has focused her attention on environmental conservation especially environmental problems that she believed uh, uh, that these problems were caused by the overuse of pesticides that is chemical uh, pesticides and uh, after the result of such uh, research and she wrote this book silent spring and which brought environmental concerns to the american public and 
that is why these chemical industries has a fierce opposition in this matter hasn't become more concerned about the use of synthetic pesticides and uh, many of these pesticides were developed uh, after the second world war and the us department of agriculture uh, agriculture's 1957 fire ant eradication program uh, so in these eradication program they spread uh, they sprayed uh, ddt and other pesticides uh, mixed with fuel oil and it's also included uh, the spraying of private land and uh, on the basis of this action uh, she devoted a lot in her research and her next book was uh, dedicated to pesticides and uh, was used to uh, give more information about the use of pesticides and environmental poisons and uh, the uh, inspiration for writing silent spring was actually a letter written in january 1958 uh, by one of the friend of carson that is all gowns Uh, to uh, the Boston Herald. So, in this letter, she is describing about the death of birds around her property in Duxbury, and it was actually the result of aerial spraying of DDT to kill mosquitoes. So, uh, the copy of uh, that letter was sent to Carson by Huckins, and Carson uh, later wrote that uh, this letter prompted her to study the environmental problems caused by uh, chemical pesticides. and uh, carson had investigated hundreds of individual incidents of pesticide exposure and also the resulting human sickness and ecological damage after the use of these uh, pesticides actually this title silent spring was initially uh, suggested as a title for uh, the chapter on birds and uh, carson agreed to the suggestion of her literary agent Mary Rodel that uh, Silent Spring would be a metaphorical title for the entire book that is suggesting a bleak future for the whole natural uh, world rather than a literal chapter title about the absence of bird song and in this book uh, the main theme uh, of Silent Spring is uh, the effect how that is the powerful effect humans have on the natural world and uh, her main argument is that pesticides have detrimental effects on the environment that is uh, this biocides these because their effects are rarely limited to solely targeting pest 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 that means uh, insects and for example uh, you will be aware of ddt that we are use commonly used for killing ants so many of these uh, pesticides are subject to bioaccumulation and carson accuses the chemical industry for spreading uh, disinformation and public officials of accepting industrial claims uh, critically and uh, this book is devoted to uh, the effect of pesticides which is caused on natural ecosystems and then pesticide the fourth chapter detail caused cases of human pesticide poisoning then how it will affect the human beings that is how it causes cancer and other illness attributed to pesticides and uh, she also says in silent spring that even if ddt and other insecticides are no environmental side effects uh, their indiscriminate overuse uh, was counterproductive because it would create insect resistance to pesticides and making them useless in eliminating 
the target insect populations uh, her work had a powerful impact on the environmental uh, movement environmental movement and silent spring became a rallying point for the new social movement in the 1960s and her work and activism uh, it inspired are partly responsible for the deep ecology movement and also uh, the strength of the grassroots environmental movement since the 1960s and it also influenced to the rise of ecofeminism uh, the most direct uh, legacy in the environmental movement was the campaign to ban the use of ddt in the us and uh, related efforts to ban or limit its use throughout the world so this is an extract from uh, siren spring which we are discussing uh, written by rachel kazan we already said that uh, rachel kazan was an american scientist writer and ecologist and a lover of nature and uh, she was inspired by her mother and after the publication of this book uh, she was branded as an alarmist and attacked by the chemical industry but courageously refused to budge from her opinions so a fable for tomorrow uh, there was once a town in the heart of america where all life seemed to live in harmony with its surroundings the town lay in the midst of a checkerboard of prosperous farms with fields of grain and hillsides of orchards where in spring white clouds of bloom drifted above the green field in autumn oak and maple and birch set up a blaze of color that flamed and flickered across a backdrop of pines then foxes barked in the hills and deer silently crossed the field half ridden in the midst of all the fall mornings along the roads laurel verbenum and all the great ferns and wild flowers delighted the traveler's eye through much of the year even in winter the roadsides were places of beauty where countless birds came to feed on the berries and on the seed heaps of the dried weeds rising above the snow the countryside was in fact famous for the abundance and variety of its bird life and when the flood of migrants was pouring through in spring and fall people traveled from great distance uh, to observe them others came to fish the streams which flowed clear and called out of the hills and contained shady pools where trout lay trout is a type of fish so it had been from the days many years ago when the first settlers raised their houses sang their wells and built their barns so in this first paragraph she is discussing about the uh, natural habitat or the natural look of the world uh, she is discussing the beautiful pictures of the earth and uh, it's starting like as a story Uh, there was once a town in the heart of there was such a beautiful place in the heart of america where all life seemed to live in harmony so everything was uh, living in a harmonious nature with its surroundings and this beautiful town actually uh, lay as a checkerboard it's seen as a checkerboard of prosperous farms very prosperous farms were there filled with uh, grains then hillsides then orchards Uh, then uh, we can also the beautiful uh, white clouds and these uh, white clouds moved above the green field so actually she is uh, describing uh, such a one a pictureization a beautiful pictureization of the natural uh, greenery so and in autumn season we can see uh, the trees uh, oak maple and birch they set up a blaze of color that uh, their leaves were 
beautified with various colors uh, that flamed and flickered across a backdrop of pine trees and also we can hear the sound of foxes they are barking in the hills and we can also watch deers silently crossing the field and they were also half hidden in the midst of fall mornings so along the uh, roads uh, other trees the such as laurel verbenum and alder great ferns on the roads and wild flowers delighted the travelers say so the travelers can see the beautiful flowers blooming beside the roadside and through much of the gear and in winter season also the roadsides were places of beauty so the, all these all these seasons we can watch the beauty of nature in different manners where countless birds came to feed on the berries on the seed heaps of the dried weeds rising above the snow so above the snow we can see beautiful uh, birds coming to eat the uh, fruits of the plants and the countryside is also famous it is also beautiful uh, for the abundance and variety of its bird life so many beautiful birds were seen also in the countryside and when the flood of migrants was pouring through in spring and fall people traveled from great distance to observe them so many people came to visit this place to enjoy the beauty of this uh, nature and other some other people came to fish the streams and the streams were flowed with clear and cold water which come from the hills and also there is uh, shady pools where at our trout lay trout is a type of fish uh, trout lay so from many years ago the first settlers that is the natural inhabitants of the primitive people or the first settlers uh, they had their life here and such it was a uh, such a beautiful place and they sang their wells uh, they raised their houses and also they built their barns second paragraph uh, then a strange blight crept over the area and everything began to change some evil spell had settled on the community mysterious maladies swept the flocks of chickens the cattle and sheep sickened and died everywhere was a shadow of death the farmers spoke of much illness among their families in the town the doctors had come more and more puzzled by new kinds of sickness appearing among their patients there had been several sudden and unexplained death not only among adults but even among children who would be stricken suddenly while at play and die within few hours so in the beginning first paragraph she is discussing about or she is giving a wonderful picturization of the beauty of nature all these season were planted with beautiful scenes and suddenly an evil spell came on this land so what was that evil spell Uh, she is uh, saying that a strange blight kept over this area and everything there was a sudden change in this natural atmosphere for this beautiful atmosphere some evil spell had settled on this community and mysterious maladies various type of diseases disrupt the flocks of chickens cattle and sheep all these uh, animals were and birds were died everywhere we can see uh, the shadow of death and that is all these animals and the natural atmosphere or the beautiful atmosphere was suddenly changing and everything began to die and uh, most of the farmers uh, spoke of uh, some mysterious illness it also engrossed in their family also 
in the towns also the doctors had become more and more puzzled they don't know why is it so uh, what is the reason behind this uh, strange illness why these animals and chickens are dying and also the humans are also affected by some mysterious diseases they uh, they, uh, they don't know the exact reason so there had been several sudden and unexplained death why they are dying uh, so the doctors failed to uh, say the exact reason for their death and not only among the adults but even among children so both uh, all human being including the adult and children uh, started dying and they are the doctors were puzzled by this disease and who would be stricken suddenly while at play and die within a few hours so we were uh, they have uh, it's a, actually it is a sh uh, shocking experience that uh, while playing uh, is child started dying so without any reason they are dying so who will be uh, stricken suddenly uh, while at play and die within few hours so there was once a town in the heart of america where all life seemed to live in harmony with its surroundings the town lay in the midst of checkerboard of prosperous farms with fields of grain and hillsides of oaks where in spring white clouds of bloom drifted above the grain field in autumn oak and maple and birch set up a blaze of color that flamed and flickered across a backdrop of pines then foxes barked in the hills and deer silently crossed the field half hidden in the mist of fall mornings along the roads laurel verbenum and alder great ferns and wild flowers delighted the traveler's eye through which of the year even in winter the roadsides were places of beauty where countless birds came to feed on the berries on the seed heaps of the dried weeds rising above the snow the countryside was in fact famous for the abundance and variety of its bird life and when the flood of migrants was pouring through in spring and fall people traveled from great distance to observe them others came to fish the streams which flowed clear and cold out of the hills and contained shady pools where trout lay so it had been from the days many years ago when the first settlers raised their houses sank their wells and built their barns then a strange blight crept over the area and everything began to change some evil spell had settled on the community mysterious maladies swept the flocks of chickens the cattle and sheep sickened and died everywhere was a shadow of death the farmers spoke of much illness among their families in the town the doctors had become more and more puzzled by new kinds of sickness appearing among their patients there had been several sudden and unexplained death not only among adults but even among children who would be stricken suddenly while at play and die within a few hours